Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. What's going on, guys? It's good to see everybody here. So this could very well be the most important show that we've ever done. This is one of those things that comes up that people don't even recognize. And more than almost anything else, this is what I see sabotage and destroy people's businesses. And what we're going to talk about today is the difference between real and imaginary problems. And why is this so such a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because I see a lot of business owners get caught up in fixating on a problem and trying to fix it when that problem isn't even real. And unfortunately, when you do that, you can spend years literally just hammering away at trying to fix some problem that you didn't even need to fix at all. You could have just totally skipped it over. And so if you're listening to this and you're not experiencing the kind of growth that you want in your business and you're not experiencing the kind of freedom and happiness that you want in your business and you just feel like you're banging your head against the wall trying to make things work, it's very possible that this thing that you've been working on so hard isn't even a real problem. It's totally imaginary and you just kind of got it in your head that this is something real. So Jane and I wanted to come on today and, and kick this around with you guys, give you some strategies for sort of how you can tell the difference. because. It's incredibly important in the young stages of your company because you can waste years there if you don't know the difference between a real problem and an imaginary problem. But especially when your company gets even bigger and you've got all these people working under you, now it's like those errors in judgment become really bad because you get everybody fixated as a leader. You get everybody fixated on one thing. Everyone goes to work trying to fix it. And it's a total waste of everyone's time. And you could have just disregarded the thing altogether. So JJ, what's up? Welcome. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Great to have you here. What are some examples of this? Just so people know what, what, what we're talking about, Jane. What, what do we see where people get fixated on something that's imaginary and they get all worried about it that they don't need to? Yeah. So my first thought is when you're looking at problems, real or, or um, imaginary problems that stop you from taking action from the next step in your growth of your business, I think is probably a best way to, to look at it. And so oftentimes, we think that there's all these obstacles in our way. And the truth is, is they might not actually be obstacles at all. But there's this thing that we then start to focus on and fixate on it. And it prevents us from doing you know, the real next best step or from taking the actions that we really need to do to create revenue or growth in your business or even starting your business. Because we look at, hey, this is where we want to go. This is the business that I want to create. And our first mind goes, but but yeah, but what about all these other things that could be in my way? Mm -hmm. And then we look at those obstacles or potential obstacles obstacles and make up that they're real, that those are absolutely things that have to be solved before I start a business or before I grow my business. And that's so the ones always, that are dangerous. Yeah. There's always difficult stuff that you have to deal with 
in starting a business, right? There's always going to be those real obstacles that you have to overcome. Believe me, guys, there's enough real ones that you don't want to be inventing any that are going to suck up even more time and more energy. So like, let me just give you a quick example of, of one of those things. How many times have you heard people tell you, oh, I can't launch this new business or I can't launch this new idea unless I get funding? Mm. And it's like, well, have people ever started a company that didn't have funding? Did that work? Did it not work? Can you find a way to do it just from your sales? Or how many people um, have tried to start a coaching business and they go, well, I need to go get certified. Let's just say, and it's like, is that true? Do you really need to get certified? Because here's the thing, guys. Once you accept that a problem is real, you're going to spend a lot of energy trying to solve it. So let's just say, for example, I really want to start a coaching business, but I'm not certified. I'm really great at what I do. I just don't have that little plaque on the wall that says I'm certified. Now it's like, once I accept, well, I got to go out there and I got to get certified, then it becomes all about that. Well, which certification program should I go to? How much should I spend? How long is it going to take? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like all that time and energy now that I'm I'm spending solving that imaginary problem, I literally could have just been going out there and getting clients. You know what I mean? So this is the kind of thing that can derail your whole life and your whole business. And just like Jane said, the time to ask this question is when you sort of come up against a brick wall. Well, now I got to get certified. Now I got to get this. Now I got to get funding. Now I got to get you know anything that's in your way between between what you want. It's very important if you that that you stop and ask yourself: Is this something that's real, or is it something that isn't real? Because most of the time, guys, it's not real. Mm-hmm. They're just bullshit, imaginary obstacles that have been put in your way to keep you from getting what you want. But if you just let go of that idea that these are real and you got to do it, most of the time you don't. You really don't. Yeah. I love that. Just asking yourself is, you know, does this problem even really exist? Like, is this absolutely necessary that I solve this problem in order to, and whatever it is that you're really trying to achieve? Yeah. So like everything else, you you get started with what's my outcome. Okay. So like, let's just say my outcome is to build a certain kind of business and, you know, to make a certain kind of impact, to enjoy a certain kind of lifestyle. Okay, great. What do I have to do in order to make that happen? And there's going to be all these people that are telling you different things. And it's the first question you have to ask yourself, I think is, is that true? Yeah. And, And then Jane, you had a really great question too, to ask after that. What if this wasn't an obstacle at all? Is the real, the real question, right? Like, what if this wasn't an obstacle? What if if it wasn't an obstacle? What if it wasn't? Like, you know, just sitting there and giving that a minute. Like, what if this wasn't true? And what if this wasn't an obstacle? What if I didn't even need to do this? What if this wasn't a problem? Yeah. And then you start to get resourceful and you start to ask yourself, okay, well, if I didn't need a certification, what would I do? Mm -hmm. And then your brain starts to move in that direction. Well, if I didn't need a certification before I could go out there and get clients, maybe I would just go out there and try to get my first client. Okay, cool. And then if I did that, what would that look like? And you start to realize, well, maybe that obstacle isn't even something I need to spend any time on. So then the question you ask yourself is, can I skip over this? That's my favorite. (laughs) Right. I just skip that part. You know, someone's telling me, oh, you got to get certified. Well, what if I just skipped all that and just, just, you know what I mean? And just like dove right in. Those are the kinds of things that we're talking about, guys. And this goes, this goes into a lot of stuff. You know, like I said, getting funding for your business, right? If you're saying to yourself, well, I can't start this business without this much capital. Is that true? What if that wasn't an obstacle? What if you just skipped over that? I mean, what if you just created whatever it was to create and then started selling it 
and then allowed the sales to continue to fund the business. I mean, that's how we started Clients on Demand. We didn't have any startup capital or anything like that. We just went out there and started doing our thing and started getting clients. And the business has been completely self-financed the entire time. You know, people do this when they're rolling out new software. They just they they've got a little bit of, of an idea. They program this thing, they roll it out, and then they let the sales fund the entire thing. But I just want you guys to understand though that if you accept that that problem is real and you accept, oh, I can't move forward until I get half a million dollars, all of your mental resources now fixate on that problem where it's like, well, where am I going to get half a million dollars? Do I got to do a Kickstarter? Do I have to do a, a GoFundMe? Do I have to do a launch? Do I have to perfect my pitch to go reach investors? Do I have to get on Shark Tank? And that's a whole other set of problems. <laughs> then it's like, what's the application process for Shark Tank? What's my pitch going to be? How am I going to... You know what I, you get what I'm saying? Like, And the, the problems multiply and multiply and multiply just because you made that one basic mistake and bought into the belief that you needed financing when maybe you really didn't. Mm. So that's why when I when we first got on, I, I started off the show by saying like this could be the most important show we've ever done because that can keep you fixated for freaking years, guys. You know, and like like let's just say someone tells you, oh, okay, well, if you're gonna roll out this new offer, you need to do a launch. Okay, well, what does that look like? Well, you need to get affiliates so they can promote your stuff. Okay. Who who should I go after as an affiliate? How am I going to go after them? Do I need a web page? Do I need a video to attract these people? Um, what am I going to give them? Do I need a, a like an affiliate broker who's going to go out and recruit people for me? Uh, when should I do the launch? Like you know what I mean? Like it's just all these extra problems immediately come into play when you make one wrong move in terms of your your fundamental next step. Does that make sense, guys? It's really important that everybody understands this. You know why you're talking, Russ? What I thought of too is sometimes. When someone's starting out, they're starting a new business. You know, there's value in thinking about how big you want to be in having these big, bold, you know, courageous, amazing goals and visions for for where you want to go. But I think that what you have to be careful of is that if you have these big, bold, you know, places of where you want to go within your business, and if that big, bold dream has you then focus on the potential problems between, you know, that stop you between mm-hmm. where you are and that big thing, that's when you start to make a lot of stuff up. So the balance comes from is you want to have these big, bold goals, but not get stuck in thinking that you're going to be there tomorrow. Because if you're thinking that you need to be there tomorrow, it's like then you you start to fixate most likely on the problems. Because then it's like, oh, well, in order to, to be that big, I do need funding. In order to be that big, I do need to you know have X amount of dollars to invest in advertising. In order to be this big, big I do need a team or I do right. need this or I need, do need that. And all of those things are things that you might you know, have obstacles or things to solve along the way. But the truth of the matter, what's right in front of you right now is to start. Like your biggest problem right here is to get your first, your first client. So that, you know, it's not, it's not all the different steps in between. So, you know, you do want to know the road ahead and where you're going, but if it starts to get into a place where it's preventing you to take action, because you feel like there's a list of like dragons and things to slay along the way, that's where it's going to stop you. Yeah, like I, I, it's like it's like these happen. Sort of, there's there's two there's two forces at work that can screw you up, right? So the first one is that you just sort of get bad advice. 
you look at the way that someone else did something, or if someone else tells you, no, 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 man, look, if you want to build a coaching business, bro, you got to have a blog or you got to have a million followers or you got to have this. You accept that bad advice and then all of your attention goes right to, okay, well, how can I get millions of followers? You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's one thing that happens is, is, is that you just get told bad advice and you forget to question it. So always question the conventional wisdom. You know, I think I said this on the last show. Conventional wisdom, guys, is just a recipe for being conventional. And all of these other people are going to give you advice. They're going to give you strategies. They're going to give you, you know, tactics and ideas. But you have to ask yourself, is that true? Do I know for sure that's true? Or is this guy just telling me something that he heard from somebody who heard from somebody, you know, who heard from somebody? You know, it's like that that happened in, in that happens all the time, like in the world of like martial arts. Like you got this guy that's teaching martial arts who's never been in a fight, never been in the ring. He's just teaching you what his master taught him. But no one ever stopped to think, is this true? No one ever stopped to like put it to the test and, and see if it really works. Yeah. It's the same thing in, in business and coaching and, and so many other things where people are just regurgitating stuff they heard from someone else. They never stopped to put it into practice. So that's the first thing is, did you get bad advice and did you just forget to question it? Because you should always question it. But then the second thing is, and this is kind of what Jane is alluding to, are we inventing problems to keep us from having to do the really scary stuff that we don't want to do. That's right. So that, that's the key. Like if you're terrified of being a coach, let's say like you're, you're, you think to yourself, well, I want to have a coaching business. Great. But you're terrified, terrified about having that first client. You might sit there and go, okay, yeah, in theory, I want this coaching business, but I'm really scared about actually sitting down with that first client. So, okay, well, let me, um, no, no, I got to get certified and then I got to get a logo and then I got to, then I got to, um, uh, figure out, am I going to, am I going to have an office and well, where should that be? I've spent six months trying to figure out where my office is. You know, like you invent these problems because you're terrified to do the one thing that's actually going to move yourself forward and move and put money in your pocket, which is to sit down across from somebody and make them an offer and get them to say yes. So it's like you can have bad advice where you're just being given a bad strategy and you're, you're trying to follow it and you, you forgot to question it. But the other thing to watch out for is sometimes you're so scared by the idea of success that you invent busy work to push the success further away. When I, <laughs> when I was trying to do acting, I, um, I did that a lot. I, I would be like, oh, there's an audition that I could go to. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I really need to find a good acting class. So I think I'm going to go look at some different acting schools and try to pick one. Where you're lying to yourself and you're going like, oh, I did something good today. But you really didn't because there was one thing that you could have done that could have changed your whole life. And you didn't do that. Stephanie just said in the comments, like having a perfect website. Exactly. I got to get my website right. I got to get my brand right. I got to go get new pictures. My website's not nice enough. I don't have a big enough audience. Not enough people are reading my blog. I don't have enough social media followers. All that stuff, guys, is just imaginary BS problems that you can just skip right over that stuff. Yeah. One of the questions I love to ask too is just like, like what's really going on here? What's like, really going what's on? That's really, really going on. And sometimes <laughs> you have to ask that question a couple of times because yeah. typically the first couple of answers are just the surface. It's kind of like peeling an onion. You know, you get the first answer and you're like, okay, what is that really? 
okay, what's really going on? You know, what's underneath that? You know, and if there was something, even another question is if there's something that was resisting, what would that be? Or, you know, and I think that getting really good at getting in there and diagnosing the truth and what's really going on is going to help you define, is this a real obstacle that I'm, that I need to move through? But more importantly, what is the real obstacle? Like, mm-hmm. is the real obstacle that I need to get certified? Or is the real obstacle that even though I've been coaching for 20 years and I don't have that certification, the truth of the matter is, is I'm just afraid to put myself out there. There it is. And and at the, at the root of all of this, guys, is fear. And that's why fear is so insidious and so sneaky, because fear can make itself actually kind of seem like it's making sense. Like, oh, yeah, of course, I should get a certification. And then the other people in your life will be like, oh, yeah, go get certified. And I'm not saying nobody needs to get certified. Right. What I'm saying is almost nobody needs to get certified. And <laughs> if, you know, if, you're, if that's the thing that's holding you back, you, you at least need to take a hard look at it and ask yourself, is this real? Is this like Jane just said, what's really going on here? Because that's the way that fear operates, guys. It's never going to let you look at yourself in the mirror and just be like, oh my God, I'm terrified of getting my first client. It's usually way sneakier than that. It's going to yeah. be like, oh, oh, well, no, no, no. Before I do that, I got to do this other thing. You'll go to your, you'll go to your friends and they'll be like, you'll be like, oh yeah, I got to do this other thing. And no one's going to tell you that's nonsense. They're going to be like, oh yeah, go get certified because they don't know any better either. Yeah. The only person who can save you from all that wasted time and energy is a great mentor who's done it before and who can tell the difference between, hey, this is what you should be doing and this is what you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. I love the example that some, Stephanie gave about the website. You know, It's like, oh, I can't go talk to people because I don't have a website. So that way, if they look me up, they're not going to see anything. You know, And it's like, okay, well, what's the real problem behind that? Like, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of different role, roads to go down, but really it's going to come down to like, oh, you know, this fear of what will people think or what's going to happen if I put myself out there and I don't have it backed up or what's going to happen if I do put myself, you know, I'm afraid to put myself out there. So I'm going to focus my attention on building my brand, you know, right. and that's, and that's, that's see, I love that one because that's a great one. And it's one that sounds really great. Oh, you got to build your brand like your Apple or something, right? It's like no one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like no one knows who you are and you don't have anything for sale. Why are you worried about building your brand? You know? Yeah, like having a brand is like a cool thing to have. But at the end so of the day, cool. having a brand is not going to pay your rent. It's not going to, you know, put yeah. food on your table. And so those things are really cool and, and fun and all that stuff to have. And I really like pretty websites, I won't lie. But the fact of that matter is, is that a pretty website isn't what's going to, you know, build your business. What's going to build your business is that chutzpah, that, you know, going out there and talking to the people and doing the work and, and getting clients, What you know, however yes. it is to do. And then it's like, once you're like, you have that confidence, because once you can get a client, you have someone paying you for your product or service, there's a level of confidence that starts to to form where then you can start to become more and more unshakable. But what happens is if you believe you need all of these different things, you have all these different problems outside of yourself to solve first before you can have a paying client, that's when you know, like, you know what, this problem is probably imaginary, you know, and it usually has something to do with your certainty. Yeah. Your certainty in yourself is is usually the cause of it. The thing is, guys, once you accept one of these imaginary problems as real, then for all intents and purposes, as far as your subconscious is concerned, it's real. There's this, doesn't know, know the difference between what's real and what's made up in that moment. It exactly. still determines how you feel. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys about this really old movie called The Matrix. 
It came out like 20 years ago. You must be so old. I just realized the Matrix, the freaking Matrix came out 20 years ago. Um, but, but like he's in this simulation and he's getting shot in the simulation and he wakes up out of this, or he's getting beat up in the simulation and he wakes up out of the simulation and he's like, oh man, like my chest really hurts. Like my there's really blood coming out of my mouth. And he looks at his, his mentor guy and he goes, I thought it wasn't real. And his mentor goes, your mind makes it real. And I was like, God damn, that is exactly how it is. There's so much have, good stuff in that movie. <laughs> lot, if, you go, if you go back and watch that movie, there's some actually really good stuff there that like, I totally didn't understand when I was like 20 or whatever when I saw it. And it's like, oh, it all makes sense now. But your mind does make it real. And you will put all of your resources towards solving that fake ass problem when really what you should have done is just skip over it and get busy and get to work. So question all those things, guys. Question everything that we're talking to you about too. Be like, is that true? You know, you guys will hear us talk strategy on other uh, shows where it's like, well, Russ, you know, does this and then does this and then does this. Is that the best way to do it? You know, you should be asking yourselves those questions. And the answer, of course, is yes, it is the best way. Of course it is. But, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, but the point is, is like, you shouldn't just take my word for it or anybody's word for it because so much of what people are going to tell you just isn't true. And it's just more stuff that's designed to waste your energy and waste your time. But it's cozy and it's comfy and you can stay stuck there for decades, guys. Decades. Yeah, I love that. Just even... If you're stopped by action, just checking in and asking a couple of questions of, mm-hmm. you know, like what's really one of my favorite questions is what's really preventing me from moving forward? What's really going on? That's another good one. Let me write this down. So, all right. So we've given you guys a bunch of questions today. Let me just recap them, right? So the first <laughs> question is, is this true, right? When you hear something, oh, you have to do this, especially if it's something, somebody telling you that there's something that you have to do before you can actually do the thing you want always ask yourself, is that true? And I can tell you most of the time, the answer is going to be no. Jane brought up a great question. What if this wasn't an obstacle? What if this wasn't an obstacle? Like, what if I just didn't have to deal with this at all and I could go go on to the next step? What would that look like? A question I ask all the time is, what if I just skipped over this? And that's very important for us now because we'll come up with a lot of... Like at Clients on Demand, guys, we come up with a lot of bad ideas. <laughs> we'll put our heads together and brainstorm and say, oh, we should do this or oh, we should do that or oh, this or the other thing. And then it's like, well, what if we just skipped it and didn't do that? Could we still get where we, we know. <laughs> yeah, could we still get to where we want to go? And usually there, the answer is yes. But again, if you don't stop and interrupt that process, you will go on a whole tangent. And we see people do that all the time. Jane brought up the question, what's really going on? What's really going on here? Am I really, do I really need to do this thing or am I just operating out of fear? You know, what's really going on here? Am I really stuck or does it just feel like I'm stuck? And then the last one you just brought up was what's really preventing me from doing this? Yeah. Thing that I want to do, what's really standing in my way? Mm hmm. And that's a good way to get to the truth because it's usually not this external thing that we think we have to overcome. It's more of an internal thing. Mm -hmm. And guys, nobody is immune to this. I mean, I would say the first probably week or two of the clients who actually come to COD and work with us, this is what we're doing. We're just getting, getting people clear on all the stuff that really matters and just letting go of all the stuff that doesn't. And for most of the people we work with, it's this huge breath of fresh air because you're so worried about having to do all these different things that when they come to COD and we're just like, no, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that. And just crossing shit off the list that doesn't work that you don't have to do. It just simplifies everything and it sets you free to do your best work. 
which is ultimately where we want all of you to be making the contribution you want to make to the world, making the impact you want to make, getting the clients you want to make, making the sales you want to make, having the business that you want to have. And it can be so much simpler to get there probably than what you've been thinking. I guarantee you right now, there's five or 10 things on your to-do list or on your like list of future projects that you just they don't even need to be there. Hmm. And so if you thought those things were standing in your way, it's like... You know, you just get rid of it. And then you can get down to the like the two or three things that can really make a difference to move your life and your business forward. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, look, if you want us to help you do that, if you want us to help you get that kind of clarity, then I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And we can actually start that process for you for free, that process of getting things clear. So we'll do that totally for free. We'll get on the call with you for about 45 minutes to an hour. You book an appointment with us. We'll call you at the time you pick and we'll get into that stuff. Like, what are the problems you're fixated on? What are you, what have you been struggling with? What have you been trying to do that's not working? And we'll introduce you to some ideas that can like, radically simplify your whole business and and getting to where you want to go. Now, look, I say this all the time. I'm going to say it again. Nobody can make it easy. We can't make it easy for you, but we can make it a lot simpler than it is now where you know the next step and you know the step after that and you know the step after that and you know you've got the best team in the world in your corner holding your hand as you go through that process and as you go through those challenges so that you don't get overwhelmed by fear. You don't get sidetracked by strategies that don't work. You do it like step by step by step. And we're there with you every step of the way. Every step. And so if you want to start that process, guys, book a call to speak to us. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. JJ, thank you so much for being here. And we will catch you guys on the next show. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with clients on demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.